Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to our season two preview of Yellow Jackets. Hey, everybody. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And I'm Pete. Oh, we have a special guest for this podcast. Uh, you might be familiar with him from the Growth, Decay, Transformation, Breaking Bad Rewatch podcast that you recently started. Uh, Pete, welcome to the show. Yeah, good to be here. Uh, we've got some things to do tonight. First of all, I want to tell people where we left off in season one. I then want to talk a little bit about the trailer uh, for season two. And then I want to get into some questions and notes I had on my rewatch. Cause I know we've all done pretty recent rewatches of this thing. Uh, if, if not in whole, then at least in part and boy, do I have questions. I, maybe we can talk about some <laughs> theories and stuff that we have uh, loose dangling ends perhaps. So we'll we'll get to Loose that dangling but... gold necklaces. Yeah. Oh yeah. From from the very first shot. Uh yeah, let's start off where where we left everybody. Cuz these are kind of the dangling gold necklaces here. Uh I'm going to I'm going to separate this into kids and adults. Do you guys remember anything about Shauna as a kid? Still pregnant. Still pregnant. Yep. Start starting to show. I think she was starting to show by the end of the season. Um, yeah, some interesting and like stuff if in the trailer, if you do that. the math on that, if her child survives this incident, it would be in its mid twenties right now. Yeah, so we were, definitely not Callie, right? Definitely, definitely not. not her daughter on the show so far. Yeah. Which so a big question uh, about you know what happens to this this <laughs> child that is uh, about to be born. Hopefully. Yeah, no, that's a, a big question. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, so yeah, Shauna's still pregnant. Uh, Jackie froze to death in the woods because Shauna got mad at her and told her to go sleep outside. And she did. And now she feels real bad about it. Is it, is it that though? Or is it that she can't make a fire? <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> I think her lighter was out of fluid was the problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, rare you see someone die to stubbornness. Um, yeah. But uh, sure, sure, that's what happened. Uh, Travis was almost murdered uh, as a kid, except he apparently, like, I guess Nat saved him. Nat ran up because there was this whole thing with Doom coming where the girls got dosed by Misty accidentally with mushrooms and they all got, they all started tripping and they all chased down Travis and were going to kill him. Um, and that group was kind of led by Lottie, who's been the instigator in a lot of stuff, uh, yeah. lately. So we'll talk the about antler her. Queen. The antler queen. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Thaisa tried to take a group South to find help. They were stopped by a pack of wolves, which disfigured van just bit her face wide open. They almost burned her alive. Uh, and Thaisa and van are a couple. I think that happened before they headed south. I think that happened before they they even went to before they were stranded. I think that was going on back in uh, high school. But they weren't it, it like out about it. Was that the, yeah? No. They, they they started living openly. I think as a doom coming was when that yeah. all went yes. down. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, speaking of a gay couple, Coach told Misty that he's gay, which. We'll see how that plays out. I'm I'm a little worried for him now because she had a huge crush on him, if you remember, and they had this like secret relationship, right? This fake thing that was going on between them. 
And I mean, uh, he she has tried to poison him a couple of times already. So um, yes. <laughs> that was so funny when the mushrooms kicked in. He's like, "Oh my God, Misty's poisoned me again!" <laughs> <laughs> totally. I Going mean, they were to that, that's, for him. that is a well she likes to go back to. It, it does seem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, let's talk card. about the adults because she poisoned somebody in the in the 2021 timeline as well. The the reporter. I'm going to use scare quotes here because she's not actually yeah. a reporter. She was like hired by Taisa, I guess. Yeah. to spy on the team she's a troubleshooter oh right she's a fixer that kind of thing a fixer yeah a cooler like patrick swayze in roadhouse mm. sure uh she was killed by misty she she poisoned her cigarettes and and let her drive her car into a yard i assume she's dead does anybody not think she's dead I was wondering if maybe that would come back up, but I, I actually, when I was researching for a video I'm working on right now, I, I, I found a, a an interview with the showrunners where they confirmed that she was definitely dead. I would be okay. disappointed because like one thing um, I know about Misty is she does her fucking homework. I would be very disappointed if point. she would fail to dose a person lethal enough to kill them if she meant to. Yeah. I love how they play that scene because it's like, really? Misty's just going to let her go? How gullible is she? And then you realize, oh, yeah, she dosed her. There were, there was a couple points because I was I was re-listening to our, you know, we did the uh, uh, off the clock, you know, incidental premium coverage. We did like an hour talking about it last year. And I listened to that before we recorded this podcast. And there was a couple of times last season where I'm like, this is the stupidest fucking thing I could possibly think of. And this is how I might be out on this show. And then like two scenes later, I'm like, God damn it. They did it again. Mm. And this was one of those where like, I was just like, I can kind of believe that Misty is this deluded and crazy that she might get reverse Stockholm syndrome, but I'm so glad I didn't have to talk myself into that. I'm so uh-huh. glad. Yeah. That, and it really, uh, it, it really goes back and makes the whole thing of her throwing the cigarettes away even mm-hmm. better too, because that was just all part of the plan for like a little bit of extra, you know, make it look cool or whatever style made, or something yeah yeah like it made misty out like when you think this person was working her she was actually working her right back exactly which kind of shows a certain a self-awareness she's gained about herself that i don't think she had in the high school era yeah i yeah, mean she might have had it confidence. but she didn't do anything with it any, at all that you can true tell. Uh, so where we left Shauna, she was deep in it. Uh, speaking of Misty, um, Shauna had murdered her lover, who she thought was blackmailing her and her team. Turns out he wasn't. It was actually her husband Jeff who was blackmailing them. Um, so she had so she murdered the guy, and and Misty helped them dispose of the body. And we're kind of left right in the middle of that scenario. Like, will the cops find out? Won't the cops find out? We'll see how that goes. Yeah. And one thing I think there is that's important is that her daughter knows about, about uh, Adam. Adam was his name, right? Yeah, it was Adam. I think the, the last like shot of the season is them sitting down to watch TV as a family together and mm-hmm. them showing the guy's missing person this guy's missing on the news and, and does her daughter know Jeff's eyes bug out and callie's eyes bug out too well does does callie know that, that what this guy looks like i forget yeah they yeah, met, at met at the him party at, yep the halloween party uh, right right they went to a crazy See, i think i i only party. watched uh episodes like eight nine and ten so i think i missed of some of these things like in episode seven or something yeah i, I what i did is i put on the videos on 1.3 X play speed. <laughs> oh yeah. And I watched through the entire season. It was the only way I was going to get through it. Yeah. You fit yeah. 10 episodes into seven episodes of watching time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Clever. Do you recommend it? <laughs> Do you think it's the better way to, to go about this or I one, don't one... because it distorts the music that that's the uh, only flaw, right? Like I could do with the pacing of 1.3 X if it wasn't for the sped up, music. I, especially on a rewatch. I don't know if I'd want to do uh-huh. it on a f- pristine watch, but yeah, I could see a rewatch. Sure. I, re- I re-listened to our podcast on 1.5 X speed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I do recommend us at 1.5 X. Yeah, that's right. It makes the medicine go down a lot easier. It's just, you know, just go fast, be brave. Uh, Taisa is the real big, like, what the fuck as an adult here. Um, 
she's been sleepwalking again as an adult. She apparently killed the family dog and made an altar out of its body in their basement. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I want to ask you guys: Do you? It's the dog's heart that's there, right? I think so. Next to the head, sure. Yeah, yeah, and they're so that's those, the way I just, interpreted it. I, it was I also sacrificing that... all of her son's most precious things. It was like his her his favorite doll, the dog. Right. Like it's really dark when you look at it. That those are things he loved. Yeah, I saw there was some discussion online about um, maybe it was a human heart, maybe it was Adam's, maybe it was somebody else's. But I think that the intention was that it was supposed to be the dog's head and the dog's heart. I think so. Do you remember the scene where Lottie cut out the bear's heart and put it into a tree stump? I wonder if that's that's like one of the final scenes. It might even be the final scene of the season. Oh, maybe. But you're supposed to. I mean, there's definitely a parallel there for sure. Uh, did you guys also get that um, her son has seen her crouching outside his his window at night and he's yeah, like she's he's drawn pictures of it? And yeah. I got this from uh, I was doing some research today and I was, I was doing some theory diving. But in some of those pictures with Aisa, you know, being the bad mom, there's a redheaded lady depicted, too. Huh. Hmm. So Van, Which, maybe. Right. That's makes people think. And and there's that's one of the things that has been confirmed that they've cast an adult van this year. So yeah. adult van and adult uh, um, sh- the prophetic one. Lottie. Uh, Lottie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're We're in the, the season two trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll talk about here in a second. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's interesting. I, I didn't realize there was a redhead next to her. Me neither. I didn't see that at all. Me either, but uh, YouTube videos, hell of a thing. (laughs) The big problem, I mean, you know, cutting out dog hearts and heads and making altars out of them is one thing, but when you're a senator, you can't really get away with that. And she won her senatorial state senator race. Yeah, because she was clearly losing. Like, everyone thought that that was over, and then you find out that she has an altar, but also that she miraculously won the uh, race, right? Right. Which I love and there it. Was it this, sets up that, this conundrum for her, right? Like this tension. Well, especially since like when they showed the reaction to her, you know, they're showing this close up of her kind of like looking confused and horrified. But then the very last emotion she cycles through is this kind of like feral grin. Um, and I wonder if this is like this multiple personality taking over. Um, is it something that she is uh, like, this is all a plot a pl- and this is the real her and her real plan. Um I don't yeah, it's know. interesting too. Did the cult do it unbeknownst to her, and she just kind of realized it at the last? You know, the cult for whatever reason the cult pushes her to the strong top. man. The, their demographic is big. They can get shit done, apparently. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> well, I think or, it's 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 funny with with Ty that the the alter, you know, like alter personality and alter that she has in her basement. Um, mm, that's a little gotcha. bit of a an interesting wordplay there. There is like a transformational aspect to the cult because they're all wearing like animal motifs. So like you said, the antler, the yeah. antler queen and uh, whatnot. Uh, you know, even did, did, I guess it all started with Van wearing the mask to hide her facial scarring. But like it's something that they this physical alteration is something they seem to be taking seriously at like a kind of witchcraft level. Oh, that's something I was curious about asking both of you guys. I want to take your temperature in terms of. um is this got a supernatural element to it? Is this going to have a supernatural element to it? Or is it going to be something more like true detective where they're going to go right up to the edge through psychosis and drug experiences that suggest supernatural, but in, in reality, the yellow King is just some psychotic person to mows grass, you know, like what, yeah. what do you guys think? Where are you, where are you at on that Pete? It, it's hard, you know, because I think that that works better sometimes. Well, a lot of times I think it works better when that's what what drives it is wondering, you know, the, the way they compare it. Like there's a, there is a reasonable explanation, but at the same time, it could be supernatural. You know, like I, I think that's a fun thing to play with. The problem with it actually turning out to be real, like to have real supernatural, like it has to be good, you know, mm-hmm. like it it has to be satisfying. And th- and that's like a little bit tricky sometimes, especially mm-hmm. nowadays, like where, you know, people have been 
breaking down every scene and getting ideas and throwing out theories for like years at this point. Um, so I, there's a part of me that I, I think like, I really enjoy that playing around with it. I kind of think that it should be left vague, but like, if they have a really great idea for it, then um, I'm, I'm cool. You know, like uh, pull it off. I'll, I'm happy to see it. I think now that they put it in the, the, the we put it in prestige, they can't do anything supernatural because <laughs> it wouldn't fit in our category. Yeah, we're putting we're our thumb the on the, the, the side of that scale. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now, back with more Bald Move. Uh, what yeah. do you think, Jim? Do you think that they're going to keep it squarely in the explainable? Do you think they're going to try to walk that tightrope? Or... Because, the, you know, one so, of my so favorite... Well, no. My favorite show of all time did that masterfully for three seasons. Like the leftovers was a ballet of is, is, is Kevin Jesus or you not? What the hell is he resurrecting himself? Is he not? And they just like really pitched that right down the middle of the plate every single time. And then ultimately it was at the end of the series. Um, it's up to you to decide. Yeah, you know, and I think what that's, that's what I think of whenever mm-hmm. I when I was saying, you know, like I think that's the 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 ideal. Yeah, they're, like, they're doing a really good job. There's good this, evidence you know. for both, and you just have to make you just have to decide on as a matter of faith or science what you believe at the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're doing a really good job on that. There there are a couple of things that I think stand out to me as tough to explain in reality. Um but you might be able to explain them through the visual language of cinema. Uh, like the one, the, the big one to me is Lottie as a young child predicting a car crash, essentially. Um, she starts panicking, freaking out, crying. Her parents turn around. They're all in the car together. And you hear the people behind her honking, like, go, 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 because the light's green. And then a truck smashes the car in front of them. So how did she know? And then she goes right back to just being a happy kid, right? Um, Mm. How did she know that that accident was going to happen? Or did she know that an accident was going to happen? Or did she just have a tantrum and freak out? Um, She seems prophetic. As a teenager, she's being treated with some kind of antipsychotic. So like I said, it could be that she was just having some kind of delusional episode as even a young child although i think that's kind of rare in children but like yeah she's she's having the early onset um you know schizophrenia or something she's having a a paranoid delusional Mm -hmm. uh, episode and it just happens to coincide to distract her parents from getting plowed in at the intersection like i felt like you go ahead I was going to take it away from Lottie if you're still wanting to talk about Lottie. Uh No, no, no. uh Okay, the the other one that stands out as really hard to explain to me is the one where Laura Lee gets in the plane and she's flying away to go rescue them. And her bear next to her in the cockpit spontaneously combusts. That's a really strange one. But in that very same episode, they made sure that we saw that she sustained a pretty horrific head injury i think that Uh summer which could be you know i i don't know i i i I think that like i I don't know that a concussion can cause you to see like full-blown hallucinations and whatnot but like i just like i when i was doing my rewatch i'm like they're very clever about every person who has this kind of spooky phenomenon is either like some kind of sleepwalker or has some kind of schizophrenia, like delusion kind of complex, or has had a severe blow to their head just months before. I mean, that's got to be that. that, That's got to mean something. And and a lot of the the times in the show, they'll have a character see something that isn't really there. Right. Um, Like I think of Jackie when she's dying, she's having this experience that she's inside the cabin, all being all her friends, greeting her, warming her up. None of that's happening. She's outside dying of 
hypothermia. So they show you things that aren't really happening. So maybe that bear isn't actually spontaneously combusting. It just yeah. feels like it is. I, it's I an mean, old I, ass plane that's got a sh- short circuit that's catching the cabin sure. on fire, and she's just yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta ask. So you guys both interpreted that as the the plane went down because the bear combusted. Uh huh. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I think if I, my understanding might be that there's a short circuit causing a fire, and she, but like what they yeah, actually show is her looking down and her her bear is bursted into flames. It doesn't seem like it was it like just coming the bear, from the console, not the chair or, under it, not anything yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah. The uh, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and look at it because when I watched it, I just thought that the whole thing was catching on fire and the bear was just the next step in that in that phase uh, of everything. Hmm engulfed in in flames i Um, yeah i I watched that last night yeah that would be pretty hard to explain away if if the bear just i mean hmm it's the blow to the head i'm telling you it's the blow to the head of jesus (laughs) camp that got her could be could be Uh uh-huh yeah, that's interesting. I'll, that's something I'd look at closer for sure. Because... I will say that, like, you mentioned Jackie's death vision. I think that's got one of the best evidences going forward in the next season to kind of, like, as a litmus test. Um, Jackie and her dying moment sees this guy who's credited in the in the credits the as hunter, the hunter. Yeah. And a lot of people think it's the, you know, it's supposed to represent the dead guy up in the attic. Yeah. If Jackie sees this guy as she's dying because she is having some hallucination about what the guy who died here looks like, fine. If anyone else sees this guy, not from the POV of Jackie, or if Jackie's a go like that, that will be a big tell to me that we're going into full blown supernatural. Cause I couldn't explain that. I couldn't explain how literally the same face is shared by someone else's death dream, you know? Mm hmm. That'd be really strong evidence that there's something supernatural going on for me. Yeah. Uh, let's jump back here real quick uh, to kind of the final person that we haven't talked about yet. I guess that's Nat. Uh, she was going to kill herself at the end of season one, but she was kidnapped right in the middle of it by some people wearing like sim- the, the symbol. I, I don't even know what to call this. The symbol, right? From mm-hmm. Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. Um because she had her old acquaintance Susie dig into the bank account of Travis, which was emptied after his death and found out that somebody somehow Lottie is Lottie's name came up in that. We don't know if it was Lottie who actually drained the account, but we know that Susie found the name Lottie and asked who the hell that is. Yeah. It was implied pretty heavily that it was her that drained the account. I think. I, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I just don't want to assume anything because yeah, the show gets weird. Yeah, you're. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. I wasn't disagreeing. I was just saying that that was what all we got yeah. was an implication, not a not a confirmation. Totally. Uh, and that's kind of where we leave most people, unless I missed anybody. Did I? Did I miss anybody important? Adam died, like I said. Uh, Javi, Javi, Javi. Oh yeah, he's nowhere to be found. Where the hell is Javi? He when just the last left. Time- Doom coming Ooh. is when we saw him last, right? He ran. But we off. know he's alive, right? Not really. No, because Travis. I thought his, I thought his brother made reference to him. To him, the, but Travis then, yeah, I didn't and that went to go episodes. look for him. Yeah, they went to mm. go look for him at the at the beginning of the finale, I think. And there's no, nobody knows yet. Yeah. So, um, I have a lot of questions and, and notes for my rewatch. We talked about some of them, like that supernatural stuff. Um, uh, I was going to ask you guys, what do you like about this show? Or like, if you, if people haven't seen it, why do you think they should check it out? As a, as a Gen Xer, do you remember what it felt like to be pandered to uh, your childhood pandered to in stranger things? Do you want your teenage years pandered to? Well, oh boy, is this the show for you? Because the fashion, mm-hmm. the music, the locations, the, the we even talked about this in the uh, uh, in in the uh, our OTC that we recorded last year. The the way the te- the teenagers talk feels authentically nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, the wardrobe, my God, 
that that co-ed naked soccer shirt every time i see it i'm like <laughs> that was a brand that was just a brand in the 90s what the hell and it's and it's also like um it's double 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 dealing on the the uh the nostalgia and the pandering because it, the two timelines exploits like do you remember what it felt like to be a 17 year old do you remember what it feels like to be a 37 or 47 year old that's like, you know, got kids and a mortgage and all that? Like it's serving both of those looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's yep. really it's 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 got you coming and going if you're in Gen X or an elder millennial. And it has and it has, you know, uh, Christina Ricci and um, Juliette Lewis, who were were famous from that 90s uh, time period, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I mean, I really cool that these. Ricci is Wednesday, Adam. Yeah, right? all these people are cast perfectly to be the you know who they grew up to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for me, I I can I can piggyback off that a little bit because a lot of the stuff that you're you're talking about is stuff that that when I first watched it, I wasn't like instantly blown away, and it, and it was kind of because I think it felt a little bit more more you know style over substance you know because like there's like like you said there's so many songs you remember from that time period and there's just so much like it felt like a lot to me in that way like where it's like wow they're kind of overdoing it but like i I was talking to jim earlier that it it kind of there's also the there's it's a little bit of uh a coming of age thing. It's not really something that I, that I go looking for is those coming of age tales, you know? And um, when you get past all of that stuff though, you realize that there is um, they're, they're doing a lot of smart stuff. You know, they're doing a lot of smart stuff in the way that they're constructing the story. And, and we touched on it a little bit earlier. I, I do, I do enjoy that, that, that thing of like, is it really supernatural? Is it not? Is it something you can, you can have a rational explanation for? And I think if that's, you know, if I was going to say to to someone to watch it, that's what I would tell them is that, that it ends pretty strong. It leaves you with a lot of questions. There's a lot of secrets. Um, everybody's keeping secrets. So this is always kind of fun, you know, when you think about a show like this. And um, as long as as long as they can then keep that up and they can and they can make it uh, interesting going through the next couple of seasons, it's it should be pretty, pretty great all the way around, I think. It yeah, does I'm like a that's scared. That, that's that the thing. Can't keep it up. We'll see. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, I, I really hope we're not we're not uh, going into lost territories. And again, a lot of people like like lost. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen some things from the showrunners that makes me a little afraid about like how kind of loosey goose they're approaching. I've seen some things that have given me um, a lot of hope. I actually read a quote from Ashley Lyle, the show, one of the the two showrunners, and she mentioned how that they conceived this as like a gender bent Lord of the Flies. And the full quote was Lord of the Flies is about how socialization falls away and how society is a facade. And we thought, who is more socialized than women? As girls, you learn early on how to make people like you and what all the social hierarchies are. It's a more interesting way of having things fall away. The mask is even thicker. It's a more layered amount of preconceived notions on how to behave and how to act. And I think that's what is like the promise of what the true, you know, what do these... 17 18 year old girls get up to in these 18 months in the Yukon like what and 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 the way the show opens this isn't a spoiler the show is going to open and it's like this bizarre arcane ritual and like almost human sacrifice and you're going to yeah. smash cut to these girls just in a traditional high school practicing soccer like how the fuck did it get this way um, yeah and I, I think that that is is what I was thinking about a lot and when I was writing about it recently is that it, the the whole cannibalism idea, I mean, like in a survival situation, that's not really that shocking, you know, like it is like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not definitely not advocating for it, but I mean, it's not an interesting question. Like if you were going to die and there was, you, you had that to available to you, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a survival thing. It's, it, it's not the most interesting question it asks. The interesting question is how do they go from being this normal group of kids who eventually find themselves, uh, you know, chasing somebody into a, a punji stick pit where they're, you know, with the intention of eating them down the, you know, in the future or whatever. 
So it's, yeah, it's the thing is like cannibalism uh, might not be interesting, but this is like cannibalism plus. This is full yeah, on more to yeah, it, right? headdresses and elaborate ritualism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spells and arcane symbols and invocations in French. Nothing good happens from invocations in French. Mm. I want to say it's not that different from Breaking Bad in its arc, right? Because you want to see like how this mild-mannered dude goes from yeah the tidy whitey guy to to Scarface. Mm-hmm. There's there's that how arc band goes from Mrs. Chips to Scarface. Come on, Jeff. Uh-huh. Too soon. Uh-huh. Too soon. The Wolf Attack was just last season. Fair. Fair. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it you is, have favorite. It, you know about their descent into to what they are and and I, one other yeah. just quick thing about it you know it's like like i said this coming of age doesn't really appeal to me as a as a general idea but um you know when you think about the fact that it we're we all can relate to that you know it's relatable that you think you know everything when you're a teenager and then you get caught in right. some situation where you think oh my god i don't really actually know anything and there's no one here to help you know what i mean we can all kind of get into that idea and then uh you know the what what kind of sets this show apart is is it it examines how that shaped them later without answering all the questions in the middle so there's a lot that it has that it can fill out there that could be you know there's 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 some good there's opportunity therefore to uh tell some pretty good stories in there you guys have favorite characters. Can I can I guess both of your favorite characters? Because I know who it is. It's Misty. Okay. It's obviously Misty, Misty right? Is... Everybody loves Misty. Yeah, number one. Misty, but like way. I I I also I think my real favorite's Van. Huh. Okay. I like Van. I think an acceptable she's... alternative, an acceptable option B. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you I, like, be pretty excited, I, I think then. she's like the Han Solo of the group. Does that make sense? Uh huh. Like it's not her story, but she might be the coolest person in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that you, yeah, we'll probably get to know a lot more about her because really the reason why she wouldn't be on a list of mine yet was just because we haven't spent that much time with her. I mean, the teenage version is is pretty good and everything that that comes up, but we just haven't seen her as an adult. Yeah. So, um, you know, because the thing about Misty that I really like is that she has that that her motivation is the thing that she'll never get, which is acceptance by the rest of the group. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She, she, I mean, she's just like everything she does is in service of that. Like her job is to like everyone at her job needs her. So she's, she's more than happy to um, take care of them. And it's just a lot of uh, like, we know as viewers that she's never going to be accepted no matter what she's useful to them. And so that sets up a pretty good situation where like maybe they need her and then they find out there's more going on than what they expected because of course they're always going to not think that she's capable of anything except for being weird ass misty you know it's because she gets in her own way like you know oh, yeah she could have been in with the group if she had just chilled and not destroyed the flight recorder and they get rescued in like two or three weeks like I don't know. It's, it's like, dude, those girls come back and like, you know what? Misty really knew she, she showed herself to us in that she like really demonstrated her worth or do they turn into shitty teenage girls again? And Misty's mm-hmm. weird. And like, I, I don't know, but like, it seems like she keeps doubling down on yeah. uh, being useful. And that's the only way she knows to like receive respect and love. Yeah. Every chance she gets, she definitely, she definitely does the wrong thing and makes you <laughs> make you think, Oh my God, like she's, she's terrible. You know, yeah, she, she's she the poisons worst. people. She she destroys the the thing, like you said. I mean, like even when she gets Lies, a chance, spies. Yeah, she she mm-hmm. always makes the wrong choice. So it's not it's not exactly tragic. It, it, she she has a lot to do with it herself. You know, I just love Christina Ricci's performance. She's so quirky and and gleefully weird. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh. I have a, a question about something that I noticed in episode four of the show. There's a scene where Shauna is talking to Javi and she rips a page out of her diary and says, yeah, uh, journaling, there's no wrong way to do it here. Go journal. That never comes back in season one. I want to know if anything is going to happen with that. Does anybody have any Has clue to, right? 
like it's gotta it's gotta come into play during the rescue or like when they get back home and maybe he's died and it's such a like they're with that scene it's not like a a passing thing it's like a meaningful moment for javi but it never comes back up huh yeah or might even go back down to the present day maybe because Javi's not dead right not Not for sure we don't know yet but no one like i thought am i crazier that i think that his brother was speaking as if he was alive but that was a lot of early season like where i didn't go back and rewatch so well him and nat went out to look for javi because javi ran away during doom coming yeah, whenever they were, whenever the girls were chasing after, this is the way I remember it. But he came back ch- after Doom coming. He hasn't been missing since then, right? No, no I, think I think he think has he's... been missing since then. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think Shauna yeah. told him to run whenever she saw that they were going after, right, um, after his brother, and then he just nobody's seen him since. Hmm. Maybe that's him that falls in the pit in the very first scene. He's just growing his hair way out. <laughs> Well, that would be interesting because they they've only we've only seen him hunt men, right? It's true. So that would be kind of interesting. Nineteen months of hair growth. Does that look like nineteen months of months of hair growth to you guys? Maybe. I I, I, I guess hair genetics than me. I mean, I think it's it. Do we? Do you want to guess about that? Who we think it is? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I have no guess. I have no fucking clue. I, I'm gonna say if I had to, I'm gonna say it's Mari. Because who is that? Who is she's got Mari? the dark hair? She's the one that took the um the mushrooms from Misty and put them in the. Yep, said you're holding out on us. Uh, yeah, because I mean yeah, she's that's my best she's someone you know. Like you would be like, oh, that's terrible if she dies. But at the same time, it wouldn't fundamentally change anything if her character was gone. Because mm-hmm. like it, I don't. I, it's I, I really just say that because it's hard to imagine any of the other ones. You know, we we know half of them are alive at least, and after the trailer and the and the the casting, it's even more than that. So, I'm not sure who else there there's left that that it would matter. And, would and you, you be kind of see dark hair? But I I don't know how she gets the the necklace. Would you be disappointed if it was just one of the other kids? You know, that like broke off from the group that we haven't seen, and they're just hunting systematically hunting all the unaffiliated non cultist kids. Yeah, it would be kind of underwhelming, but um, yeah, there's so know. much other juicy stuff. Like the the literal first mystery they hit us with, if that turns out to be kind of a turd, as long as the other stuff is cooking, I think it'll be okay. But well, one of the things that, that jumps out to me about that though is it doesn't feel like it's the first time. No, no, there's no way they got that much ritual around so, it. Yeah, so if they've been if they've been doing it for a while, then they're going to eventually have to get through the unnamed pl- the, the unnamed players that are there. Yeah, true. I assume that's next winter. I don't, I don't think that's this winter, but who knows? I hope. It, I mean, geez, they that would be a pretty big devolution or whatever you would call it. Uh, and yeah, it's fast. Do you think it might Plus be they got a giant bears? Is there any is any in is there any world in which a team of rescuers come to rescue these girls and they're so far gone that they kill the first batch? Probably, <laughs> maybe, or at least that one can... part of the faction. Because like the Misty is a lot; she's she's all culted up with them, and I could that Misty does not want to leave this place. Because huh. I'm always like, a, what is the unforgivable sin? Because like cannibalism, like Pete was alluding to, it's not it. Like anyone understands, like oh. A bunch of seventeen-year-old girls uh, with with hardly any adults, able-bodied adults, uh, crash into Yukon and they had to eat a couple people. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. sensational. Like, like people like to want to hear, like all the people asking the question. No one's going to, to like condemn those girls, right? It's, it's not, not something, something that they care. To, it's not something you need to keep secret in order to. Yeah, I I, I tend to agree. I think there's something worse that happens that we don't know it's, yet, and it's it's possibly could involve Shauna's baby. It could possibly involve the rescuers. It could possibly involve some innocent civilian that's you know living in the mountains that gets stuck. I don't know. I don't know. But I've often wondered, like, what the fuck could be so bad that you're going to this length to maintain the secrecy? Yeah. And also, if they break into factions, there's neither one of them ratted e- the other side out either when they got back. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's keeping right. a secret. 
So yeah. they have some kind of shared, they must have some kind of shared thing that, that is, is worse than just they resorted to cannibalism when they were hungry. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the new season two trailer? Uh, let's do trailer talk. Okay. Uh, if you haven't seen the new trailer, I suggest you go watch it because we're going to talk about it in detail. <laughs> uh, you can pause the podcast, come right back. Some things that I noted in this um, that I'm kind of excited about is we're going to get to see the girls returning to society. Like, like think Castaway when Tom Hanks comes back and they, mm-hmm. they bring him out in the airport and all that stuff. I, I don't know why I'm so excited to see that, but it might actually give us more information about both how and when they were rescued because they're still young. They, they still look, I, I want to say it was like 18 months or something. 19, that they were out. Yeah, it was like a year and a half. Yeah, 19. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So I guess we know when, but how, like who found them? Um, did they get question. out themselves and bring help back? Or did they just happen to be found by somebody else? I'm super curious about that stuff. So I'm excited. We're going to get even a little bit more information about that. Yeah, I, I looked at the, um, you know, some some comments about the trailer on on the subreddit, and I saw one of the first comments I saw was that someone guessed that this would be a the teaser, you know, them coming back of, of season two, and I thought that was a pretty good idea. Yeah, we'll that'd just, be cool. We'll get some glimpses of it, but we won't really know what's going on with it until later on in the series. Uh, we get. I, I guess we get confirmation because like you said, Pete, it was heavily implied at the end that Lottie had survived their time in the wilderness because her name was mentioned connection to Travis bank account, but she's actually cast as an adult in this season. Uh, you can see Simone Kessel is the person playing her. She's been in Obi-Wan. She was in our flag means death briefly. Um, yeah, we're going to get to see her do a lot of stuff. She looks super cool in the trailer. Mm-hmm. This yeah, I'm, addition to things. I, I'm curious to see. She's a cult leader, it seems, and That's I'm what it looks like real excited to to see how that goes down. I mean, the connection is is there for them to be working for her, stealing that away at the end of of the finale, right? Definitely. Yeah, I assume that's where we'll pick up with Nat. Is she's out mm-hmm. in the cabin by the lake or whatever they have uh, in the trailer? Uh, we also find out that Van survived, which I wasn't sure about from season one. They don't really, she's not cast as an adult in season one, and they don't really mention her ever in the season. Yeah, six, like she foot, six been, foot under. She might have been. Yeah, I was trying to think of where I've seen her from, because I never saw, it's Lauren Ambrose is who they cast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I I, didn't see anything that I recognized her IMDB, but I do feel like I recognize her face. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was one of the ones kneeling with Lottie at the end of the season. So it makes sense that maybe we didn't see her because she's been with Lottie. Like she stayed with the yeah. cult the whole time. Cause that's what the hook of this crazy. season is like, we thought we left the, the darkness behind when we were rescued, but we brought the darkness back with us. Um, yes. who knows what that means fully, but yeah, I, I actually definitely... think it's pretty cool that van has gone with Lottie cause she was like getting religion after, her near-death experience last right. season. She, she saw she, some things herself when she was like coming back, you know? Yeah. So it makes sense. And it, man, it's going to be a shame to see like her and Thaisa's relationship deteriorate over the course yeah. of however, however many months we have left out in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to be the season's Jackie, uh, 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 uh Jack, uh, God, what is it? Shana. Jackie, Jackie Shauna, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Like, they're the two, they're the relationship I care about most after Jackie dies. So, Mm -hmm. that would make sense. What's Uh, kind of fascinating about, not to derail too much, but just what's kind of fascinating about that, the way that Thaisa responds to to Lottie and these visions that she's, you know, that Van's so quick to to accept is that it, it seems like that's all coming from her own experience with something that she, that's probably supernatural, right? The guy with the, the missing eyes. And so oh, that's why yeah. she's so against the idea of anything that Lottie's saying being true. I mean, that that's a pretty good, 
there's a pretty good reason for them to to have a wedge in between the, not just those two as as individuals but like the both like to go into two groups like the lottie followers and the non-lottie followers yeah there's a little bit of like the tail people from lost kind of potential here where you've got just a rival faction because like uh, that's something i also saw pointed out a lot of times is like in the beginning right after the car or the the plane wreck it seemed like many many more of the soccer team were alive than we actually got to meet Mm -hmm. and we don't see them die so the idea that like there's these others that are kind of running in the forest that were our feral members of the soccer team i think is kind of interesting because it also explains like, you know, who the hell was the person running through the woods, you know? Um, and I, I also saw that they had like done a lot of body doubling in some of those scenes. So you just, you just literally can't tell like judge by necessarily body shapes and who's wearing what. And because they swapped clothes and jewelry so many times last year, they really threw you off yeah. the case. But um, yeah, having a whole bunch of like mysterious mm. uh, soccer players that we haven't met yet um would be interesting yeah, there's at least like with. six unnamed characters that you see after the crash that, that uh-huh are just they just come in and out of scenes from time to time yeah <laughs> yeah so maybe I'd they be all die disappointed or... with the body double stuff if they really try and mix it up because like van has a body type right like i can kind of tell and and the girl who is chasing the one girl into the pit at the very beginning of the season is wearing Van's, what I think of as Van's co-ed shirt. naked soccer shirt. Yep. yep. So yep. I assume that's Van. Yeah. Based but on they could things. play a fast But if they're doing someone... like weird body double stuff, who knows? And if they're switching, t- you know, costumes, like they're switching shirts for some reason. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I, I thought I was really onto something with the necklace until it just that big thing got kind of passed around. And well, that thing's on Jackie. Jackie dies. Yeah. So it's got to change hands again. So like I, mm-hmm. that, I thought, I feel like that's kind of a red, a gold herring. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because it's something was. I was watching all season long. Same with the pink converses. Like yep. there's someone wearing these like crazy pink shoes and we don't ever see them again. At, I think the rest of the season. So there's a lot of things like, yeah, when those, if those pink shoes show up in the next few weeks, people are going to be Leo DiCaprioing out of their chairs. <laughs> Plus those pink shoes look brand new in that opening shot, right? They're very vivid. I don't yeah. know about brand new, but they're very, yeah. They're not like they've been tromped around in the wilderness for 18 months. You're supposed to remember them the way that it's uh-huh, shot yes. and set up. You're supposed to remember those and be looking for those throughout the it, entire. It first draws season. the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I noticed from the trailer is Elijah Wood shows up in that trailer. He's going to be a character named Walter. Anybody citizen know anything detective. about him? Citizen yeah, the citizen. He's, he's like in the organization called like the Citizens oh, Bureau. Oh, the one Citizens Citizen? Investigation Bureau or something. It's Misty's, yeah, the, her online community that she she hangs out with is they call themselves mm-hmm. citizens, the true crime detectives. Nice. Yeah, and they they try to solve crimes that uh, are cold cases and stuff. He's perfect. So that'd be that. interesting. Like one of her friends that's a a crime solver getting into her business. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. Nat. She she brought one in one of the guys in to try to hack. Um, the email or whatever and, mm. and natalie threw gas on him yeah at the bar <laughs> threatened to set his crotch on fire yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's one of those guys he's he's in the same the same crowd uh another actor who's going to be showing up uh there's somebody else who stood out in the trailer and i had to do a little bit of digging to find out any information about him but john reynolds is a guy you've probably seen before if you're a fan of stranger things He's going to be playing another shitty cop in this show. He plays Officer Callahan. I, I think it's Callahan in Stranger Things. The one with like really the really nerdy glasses. Yeah, the big stupid doofus. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So he's going to be playing, I think, another shitty cop in this. I think you see him in the trailer there. He comes up to the door like to. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's in like, I think, a police interrogation room as well. So probably working because you see him right next to uh oh boy what's nat's boyfriend's name adult boyfriend kevin yes kevin tan uh yeah so i don't know i i like him apparently he was really good in search party which i haven't seen but i might end up checking that out just for his performance That's cool. and the final thing that i really love about this trailer is that cover of just a girl by florence welch 
uh i like the original by no doubt but boy florence just nails like she she is everything i want from the music in this show she's got like this haunting su- somewhat creepy voice uh that just fits the tone so perfect it's a great way to marry the aesthetic of the 90s to the you know the nows right and that was oh, like yeah. I, I i listened to that full track when they dropped it uh, i actually would listen to it before i watched the trailer and at first I'm like, well, this, I don't know if this is going to work. Like Gwen Stefani is different than Florence Welsh. And like, each, there's a different cadence and a different kind of tone to it. And by the time they got to the break, I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. this is working for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of the original song, but I, I like the, I like what they did with it. I think it, I think it's kind of an improvement from, from my tastes. Nice. Anybody have any other things I noticed in the trailer that they want to talk about or I just I just love that moment with um with Shauna and talking to Callie where she asks her if she's a murderer and she can't she can't really say no. And then, you know, uh-huh. you, you're not sure if she's if she's talking about Adam, if she's admitting it being Adam or I mean there's there's definitely potential that they murdered some people before that when they were out in the wilderness. Oh yeah. And Shauna's already from what we've seen come close to it right she was going to kill travis with that knife yeah uh that's wild yeah we were chatting the other night and i was just you said that like maybe it's somebody that maybe it's not about murdering alex maybe it's uh or adam sorry uh maybe it's about murdering somebody in the woods i was like oh yeah that would make total sense and it wouldn't be nearly as dramatic right like mm-hmm. if she finds out that her mom has murdered somebody as an adult, it's going to be way different. Yeah. And I, I just thought it was a good, I think it stands out as a good, um, you know, good line reading there, the delivery of the way that she says it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, makes you think about that whole situation that they have and her knowing that she was with Adam and who Adam is and that he's missing. But it's just funny because, it's a, there's a juxtaposition there you know like the way that she sounds the way that she looks and then the fact that she is a cold-blooded killer you know what I mean? yeah so. melanie linsky's pretty good at that she was in the last of us recently yeah. and the juxtaposition of like how sweet she seems on the surface versus who she's playing as a character are it's really good it's really good all right another big question who the hell is doing all this? Who killed Travis? Who sent the cards uh, with the symbol on him? Who drained his bank account? I have it's two main suspects. The cult, right? That's a number one. So That's they the drained big... his. They drained his bank account. Most likely, it's implied. Yeah. Who's the? Um, I'm, I'm. I'm curious. Who is the other suspect? My other suspect Be- is Taisa, because Taisa's dissociating, right? And um, she's up to something. She was pleased ultimately by her winning the election. And she crucially like loses time. And I think that's like, she might be doing it without knowing it. Right. So she might be on the team that's investigating hundred percent the the crime or whatever, and also be the person instigating it. She's a double agent. You really can't rule out Misty either though. Right. Totally. I mean, the, the first thing she does is rip a piece out of Nat's Porsche so that she'll have to yeah. drive her up to see Travis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she sees him and then he dies the next day. I mean, there's uh-huh. no there's no actual physical evidence pointing to it at all. And I don't even know if it's possible without going back to look at the time frame of what her and Nat were doing and, and all that. But um, yeah, if you're thinking about Thaisa, I think you have to also think about Misty as well. Oh, definitely. I mean, they're, they're pointing all fingers... I feel like at Lottie right now, which it's got to be more complex than that, right? They can't just season two here. We found, we figured it out. There has to be more to it. And it, there, it could go a couple of ways or maybe more, but I'm feeling like either Lottie didn't do it and somebody else did, um, or Lottie did it for reasons that we'll find out are more than just like, Hey, I wanted to kill Travis. Right. So, so I'm thinking like, at the very end of the season, when we see Nat, uh, she's about to kill herself. And Lottie's goons, I think, Lottie's goons bust in and kidnap her. And I'm like, well, why would she do that at this moment? And you could almost see that as protecting Nat, 
from from killing herself, right? Uh, and because Lottie's kind of clairvoyant or prophetic or whatever, you could imagine she saw a vision of Nat killing herself and was like, well, I got to stop that. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. And now back with more Bald Move. Or what I think is, you know, I'm going to put my Scooby-Doo hat on and say what's materially likely is we've already seen a founding member of the member of the Lottie cult, Misty, remotely surveilling Nat. Possible, you know? yeah. So it's possible she's just done that more, and she's providing it with Lottie, or is also still working for the cult. Either way, yeah. it's essentially Nat's trying to save you from your self impulse. And maybe uh, Travis got mixed up in that because, like, for some reason, he's bad, right? Like, I think back to Doom Coming, where he's like, Lottie's like, we have to catch the stag or whatever, the stag, and they all start yeah. chasing Travis, and they're gonna kill him. It's not yeah, like Lottie that reason, was it, not to kill him. For that reason, it's kind of hard to imagine when they're younger, Travis going along with the Lottie cult or Nat right. for that matter, because for she's, sure. she's on his side. So there's a pretty, that's why I think that if you just look at it based on who's there and what's going on in the, in the, in the future, I mean, it makes sense that Thaisa doesn't want anything to do with Lottie. So she, she, and, and she is, you know, working with Nat and Shauna in the, in the, present so those that's one faction and then lottie's faction is separate you know what i mean mm -hmm. and that that's going to consist of misty we know because we saw her take her mask off and then maybe um van van seems to be one of her you know yeah her most uh devoted followers in the girls right now you know so yeah i don't know i'm i'm very confused by it all and i'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out it's it's a pretty good puzzle box, honestly. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's what you know. It, it it's it's kind of like hope you can pull it off whenever they go that direction because you know the, they don't have a good track record. You know that 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 style doesn't have a great track record sometimes. But yeah, it's high risk, high reward for sure. And I feel like. I feel like we'll probably start seeing at the end of season two if uh, the, if the wheels are starting to fall off because that's traditionally, you know, like they're they're like I, I hmm do I do they need to solve that initial mystery of who was in the opening scene being killed like by the end of season two or is that starting to going to start feel like oh man this is polar bears and smoke monsters all over again. This is the black oil and bee stings of Chris Carter's X-Files. This is a show that, but they do said that, because I've seen the showrunner say two things. They've said that they're kind of making it up as they go along. They have like 10, 12 different ideas of where things could go. And I've also heard him say they've always thought this is going to be a five season cycle and they have kind of a rough idea where they go. So like, I don't know. I wish I had heard that they definitely had, because like, they definitely had a, an end goal in mind because, you know, we've seen Vince Gilligan, you know, he famously never had a plan for how they're going to get from one season to the next, but he had a kind of North star. He definitely wants to see this guy turn into Scarface by the end of it. So you're always working towards that. I, I wish I knew that the showrunners had at least that because there is huge, you know, mystery box, puzzle box, disappointment syndrome possibilities here, mm -hmm. but I felt like the thing is in the season one finale, they did enough of answering and making yeah. sense of some things that like, I felt like, okay, there is some there, there. Yeah. I think in today's, today's climate, like right now, when you're making a show like this, you have to be aware of how people are going to interact with it. And then you have mm. to have, you have to show some awareness to like, to, to like, go on that, go on that journey with them, but also like not get lost in it. You know what I mean? Like you have to like, you have to anticipate how like people are going to figure stuff out. I, I always think back to like, um, Westworld season two, they probably uh, affected, you know, they probably paid attention too much and then they tried mm -hmm. to, they tried to outsmart the, uh, internet and it made it not a very enjoyable <laughs> season of TV compared to the first one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, uh, I feel, I feel like that's the trick that you have to pull off now is that if you make it about mysteries and you put it in it all, you can all be figured out or, or pieced together, then people are going to figure that out. So, you know, you can't, you can't solve that by just 
putting more mysteries on top of the other one and, and just trying to get crazy. You have to just sort of, you know, find a way to make that enjoyable. Yeah. Make it enjoyable despite the fact that people know kind of where it's headed. Yeah. Or like you said, end really strong in the first season where you answer some questions and, and, and satisfy a little bit and then let us know that, you know, you're going to, you, you, you got something in mind for where you're going to go next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing that's a real red flag to me is where the mystery just gets bigger and bigger and expands and expands, but there's never any resolution to any even the initial themes like that's like, that's the act that's the true X file syndrome where it's like, you never get any answers to anything. It's just always each and every answer is just a bigger question. It's a higher level. And it's like mm-hmm. that eventually is unsustainable. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see where they go with it. I'm rooting for it though, because I I love Me a too. good puzzle box. It's the most fun podcast thing you can do, and the aesthetic of this show. I mean, come on, I I love it. It's it's right in my wheelhouse. I mean, the first song they play is "Today" by Smashing Pumpkins, my favorite band. It's like, come on, they <laughs> they made this show for me in some ways. Definitely, I feel Jim, I feel terrified for Travis every second that he's in the wilderness with this pack of wild women. terrifying it's so funny that the episode before they hunt him uh was it nat saying like this must be or was it i can't remember it's like this must be every guy's fantasy right and like well it turned into it can turn into a nightmare pretty fucking fast Mm -hmm. (laughs) the death by snoo comes at you fast (laughs) you guys got anything else you want to talk about or we we good on the introduction podcast here i think i'm good yeah, I think that we got into a lot of the stuff. I mean, um, I'm working on a thing now, and, and I'm just looking at what I had here, and I think we hit most of it. Um, like, where do you think they're actually going with Taisa? Like, do you think that she had a little bit of of interaction with the supernatural at some point in her life? And 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 what do you think that does she know? Like, what's going on whenever she loses time? Like, does she have an understanding of what's happening or? I don't what think do so. On there? I, no, I think that I, she's got, it's like a total, like a split situation where she like has two like modes thing, yeah. of operation. Like the bad mode is, a, is, is its, its own the, separate. The bad mo- mother. Yeah. Yeah. And it has, it has its own goals and, and, and things it's doing and the daytime Taisa or good mom Taisa doesn't have any knowledge of that, but that's why I say it's like, depending on what you mean by her and she, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're talking about, does she have knowledge? And then the other only other thing was, is, do you think Adam is just Adam? <laughs> it's not like hobby, he was just a regular dude that just later. happened to come into Shauna's life at, the, at a really bad time. I don't buy that it would be Javi and Shauna doesn't recognize him, right? Yeah, I mean, after he gets no. killed, I think it's it's like he, he can't be Javi that he lost the whole emotional. But I, I do. I, I am very skeptical of like. It seems like every they want you to believe that it was just a random coincidence. Um, and this guy had no ulterior, but like, I don't know. He there was multiple levels of sketch that that whole thing. I mean, he wasn't on the Internet and he definitely lied about his his education. But beyond mm-hmm. that, there's there, you know, he kind of just was a dude. So, yeah, that's a that's an interesting question, I think. I, I think it's effective to show how paranoid Shauna is. Um, and this whole team. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think it's like a bad thing if he's just a dude. No, I don't either. I just, that's just like, I just was wondering how you guys thought it would, would play out. I guess we'll know like 10 yeah. weeks from now <laughs> when we haven't heard anything more about Adam. Yeah. Uh, other than where the hell is Adam's body? We'll see. That's all uh, I had. All right. Well, then that'll probably do it for us here. Uh, Pete, you said you're working on something else, too. Do you want to... uh, This is going to be coming out Monday. So by then, you should have that thing out. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, uh, I've been working... I'm going to be covering this weekly on my YouTube channel, for sure. So please look that up. Uh, I'm at Pete Peppers on YouTube. Uh, It's easy to find. And uh, I'm going to be going through this weekly... And, um, the other thing I'm doing is I'm doing the, the podcast that you mentioned growth decay transformation. We're going back and watching all of breaking bad and, uh, I'm doing that with Courtney who was, uh, from Courtney's reviews on YouTube. And, um, 
yeah so we got a lot of stuff coming up and uh hopefully be doing some more podcasting in the future when some more shows come out um yeah aaron and i are going to be on your growth decay yeah. transformation podcast too yeah by the time this what what day did you say this is going to come out it's going to come out monday so yeah, i think so so by then you can check and you can get the episode that we did together that's going to be mm -hmm. out you know by the time monday comes around and then in the next two weeks i'm going to have you guys on and we're going to talk breaking bad and uh you get to to talk to courtney too so that's going to be a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to that i mean um having bald move on my podcast uh seems like yeah i, I think we're going to have you back on our yellow jacket show as well so pr pretty soon yeah that's cool I'm, I'm always down for that just let me know all right well that's it for the preview cast uh thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you next week for the season premiere